Assalamualaikum everyone, welcome to Why I'm Unscripted, a podcast series dedicated to discussing issues that young Muslims are dealing with today. Today we have an important topic uh, and a very interesting topic to talk about. We're going to talk about social media and how it affects our lives. Uh, so today we have myself, Abdurrahman, and then we have Sanya. And then Hafsa. And finally, Wahaj. All right. So, guys, social media, it is now part of our lives. I know when I grew up, it wasn't. It didn't even exist. But now if you talk to anyone, they definitely have some sort of, you know, social media image, imprint, identity out there. And to the point where it's it's pretty crazy. So how, um, I'd say, like, the, the, uh, the very first thing that you can say that changed is now everyone's a lot more informed about other people's lives. You know, everything you say, you do, you post on social media, uh, every party you go to, every uh, event you went to, um, every thought that you have uh, is out there digitally. Uh, and it's pretty crazy that it, this is now the normal thing to do. I remember in like middle school, even high school, you know, when we did uh, group projects or whatever, you actually had to call the person, like house number. Not even like the you know, cell phones didn't exist. Like you call their house number, and then you know you talk to their parents or whatever, and then you talk to the person, and then you try and figure out what you're gonna do, and then you actually had to meet in person and do a project together. Like what? <laughs> right. Now it's like. Now it's like, you know, hey, let's just create a Facebook messaging group and do it through there. I actually took a class where part of our assignment was that we had a group project. And part of the assignment was that we had to meet like, a certain <coughs> number of times online so we could learn the pros and cons of meeting online as opposed to meeting in person. Yeah, it's like so much more, well, it's like so much more convenient now to meet online. And it is in person. Like, people get so lazy. It's like, it's ridiculous. All right, so let's talk about some some pros and cons of social media. What is it good for? Um, what does it do that's bad? Um, because there there are effects, and it is affecting the society as a whole, and especially, like, young Muslims uh, crazy about social media. It is definitely affecting our lives as well. So let's start with, uh, let's start with something positive. Uh, let's start with pros. So what's a, can anyone tell me like a, a pro of social media that's really good? It's easier to stay in contact with um, people. So someone you haven't seen in 10 years, you can reconnect with them. Um, sending letters or something else to a random address that probably they don't live at anymore. And now you can just search them up on Facebook and you're like, oh, I haven't seen you in 10 years or five years. And it's just, e- it's really easy to find people. Yeah, definitely. Connecting with family it's a, overseas. It's good and bad. Which is a good and bad thing, definitely. <laughs> Anything else? What else? Yeah. What else is good about social media? Just like follow up on that, like so, like you'll be able to connect with people. Like say, like if like I, if I I'm really close to like my family overseas, because like, I'm still a father. Basically, when I, I don't see them for a long time, but when I go over there and I meet them, I don't feel like that distance to them, and it's not that awkward because I see what they're doing in everyday life on social media, so we're able to connect better. Yeah. Uh, as much before. It's okay, I'm a fab too. Fab's for life. Sure. 
Are we fobs or Huss, are we fobs or are we bobs? We bobs. <laughs> Been off the boat. Been off, Been off the boat. boat. <laughs> I'm still I'm still staying staying true to my roots. I'm gonna go with Bob. Alright, um so what else? What else? Tanya, you have anything? Um, it's a lot easier to be aware of what's happening through Facebook uh, or any kind of social media. Uh, that includes Twitter too, even Snapchat. You know, there's like those live Snap stories um, on Twitter. Things trend on Facebook too. I remember um, this might be a bit of a tangent, but I remember when you couldn't use the hashtag on Facebook. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would that really bothered me. Like it doesn't go anywhere. Why are you doing that? But now, <laughs> but now the hashtag actually works, and um, yeah, it's. It's a good way to organize, you know, the different things that are happening. Yeah, the thoughts. Yeah, now it's like you just speak through hashtags. Yeah, like things like it, it helped a lot when we have like the, like the hashtag like Palestine trending. It informed a lot of the people of what was going on through the hashtag. Yeah, definitely, and yeah, just in general, social media has done so many positive things for. Like the community in general, we're a lot more aware of what's going on. Uh, news spreads, spreads a lot faster. Uh, you know, something bad goes on, uh, it, it happens. And, you know, like the whole Arab Spring was pretty much like ignited by or through social media, you know. So it's it's pretty crazy how popular and, effect, and effective this uh, this platform is. Even now, like, imams are live streaming their videos on Friday. You know, so you can watch them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, you should probably be there in person. <laughs> and we're seeing that is now live streaming. You know, I'm like, that is so cool. Like, you can't physically be there, but you can still get some knowledge. That's so you know? crazy, though. I just thought of it. Like, what if, like, in the future, like, we actually have, like, live streamed clipbooks? That doesn't count for guys. I don't know if that hey, counts. What if that? Hey, you ever hear that joke? Uh, like, what? One man, he asked the sheikh, he's like, he's like, oh, can I pray, like, the Juma watch the TV when it's online? He's like, yeah, you can also put, like, the black carpet over your face and go off forever. That's hilarious. No, because uh, virtual reality is going to be, like, a thing now. And it's getting pretty close. You know, those VR headsets are pretty dope. That's interesting. That's interesting thought. <laughs> Sorry, that's a tangent. Uh, like, a nerdy tangent for me. I don't think going to count for y'all. That's <laughs> Definitely not, yeah. Uh, one of the craziest things this is interesting is uh, you get to see on Facebook you get to see how you as a person have developed over time, especially if you post a lot. Uh, me personally, I have a lot of stupid things on my uh, like Facebook from years and years and years ago. I still like people go back and delete their stupid things. I like to keep my stupid things to, to remind how stupid I am uh, sometimes. Uh, but it's great, and then there have been you know people. What's the worst? Yeah, what? When you have those friends who will go back mm-hmm. from like when you were a freshman in high school, and they'll start commenting and liking on every like everything, and then everything it comes surfaces. up. Oh yeah, I I have I have a bunch of those friends to do that. It's yeah, it's well, hilarious though. <laughs> I'm like some people they go back like so far. I'm like, dude, this is like from 2009. How do you have the time to scroll through all this stuff? So, in terms of school, I mean, it's made doing projects, doing group things a lot more easier, efficient, the way we interact. And scholars are able to use social media to their advantage and to reach out to an audience, a wider audience that 
they wouldn't really uh, have access to. Like, so hey, web Snapchat is like the greatest thing ever. And I think other scholars are like starting to use more of the social media. I know Shaykh, uh, who else has a Snapchat? Shaykh Saqisuleen has one. Um, there's a local scholar that I know. Um, he's pretty dope. Omar, Omar Hussain, he has one. Who else? I think that's uh, that's all I know. I mean, there might be more. Shaykh, is he Khalid? Oh, man. The key to success? Hey, turkey bacon, man. Yeah, so um, social media has been good uh, to society, but as everything, it can't all be good, and there are a lot of cons to talk about. So this is pretty much going to be our meat of our topic, and what we're going to discuss is really how has social media affected our society in a negative way. First things first is that when you are on social media, you can basically put on a face and a type of personality that you specifically want everyone else to see. And you're able to control that. So everyone everyone just sees one uh, side of you. You know, there's there's some people that only post stuff about, you know, the parties you go to. Or there's some people that only post stuff about, you know, all the Islamic religious activities they go to. So they're like, oh my god, this guy's so religious. Like he goes to like everything. And that might not be true. Right. In reality, you and you're kind of doing it to please other people. You're not doing it for yourself, which is very dangerous. There are people who have multiple Facebooks, like one for their family, or one for their friends, one for work, and one for everyone else. Oh yeah, that's. I, I'm, there's so many people that do that. I didn't really have the need to do that. I got, create like a fake Facebook for my parents, but um. I know when I was when I was little, I just blocked them from everything. Like they they barely could they couldn't see anything. So whenever they go on, they'd be like, "Yeah, you don't post anything." I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't, I don't really post. I only really use social media that much." Well, one time I was a boxer, right? Uh huh. Like Mambo, he comes up to me. And he's like, "He's like, where did you get my farm bill request?" I'm like, "No, man, I don't say that stuff. Why do you say that?" Oh, dude, if you if someone spams me with like game requests, whatever, I just block them. Like, it's so annoying. Okay, so what else, what else is a con that's, like, really gets bad for social media? Uh, kind of related to the whole privacy thing. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, my bad. I was just saying that, like, it just brings up, like, a lot of sides of people. Like, they should give, like, Mark Zuckerberg, like, an award for bringing off so many different sides of people. And, like, showing, like, two faces, like, of people, because... It's like not only that, it's like it's definitely made people a lot socially awkward as well. Because so like people like it's different typing on the screen and stuff like that than like meeting someone in real life. And it's like a lot of people that like not all people that are acting on social media can be like so like quiet and anti-social, but like a lot of people that like a lot of like people that I know that like they could be really active and like typing and commenting all the time. But when you meet them in real life, they're like really really quiet. And it's like and it's surprising. Yeah. And especially with those people, and especially with those people that you don't meet so often. When you see them on social media, but when you see them in real life, they're like, whoa, this is super quiet, super anti-social. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And another thing, uh, something bigger comes up from your point, is uh, the the idea of cyberbullying and like trolling people on uh, on social media. Like that's huge now, you know. Because it's a lot easier to just sit at home, at, like at your own house, and just type away. Um, 
and you know talk whatever you want without anybody or anyone you know telling you otherwise and yeah people like can respond and stuff but it doesn't like you're not really affected because back in the day like bullies actually you know tortured you in person <laughs> yeah. giving you like, a man man you used to fight him yeah you either fight or fight but now it's like that you know the bully can just type something on facebook and you're like oh my god he hurt me but no that's yeah that's it's a crazy point and uh, i know a lot of people that you you see them in social media and they're super active and talkative and then you see them in real life and they're just not like they don't know how to interact with someone um face to face sonia you were saying something yeah um so something that's really common and it's a huge problem i see it with so many younger girls who i know um people derive their self-worth from social media how many likes they get how many retweets and shares and all that kind of stuff um there are apps that can let you track how many instagram followers you have actually i have a story so once um I decided that I was going to unfollow and like block and delete a, like a bunch of people off of Instagram from like high school who I don't talk to anymore. And I didn't realize that when you want someone to unfollow you, you block them, but then you unblock them after that. And so I forgot to unblock like a bunch of people, whatever. The next morning, I get a message from someone who I haven't talked to since I graduated high school, which was four years ago. And she messaged me and she was like, did you block me on Instagram? And I was like, uh, yeah. And then she was like, why? And I was, it was so awkward. I was like, no, it's nothing personal. I just haven't talked to you in a long time. Like I had to explain the whole thing to her. She was like, oh, but you know, you didn't really have to block me. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know that it meant that much to you. I haven't talked to you in four years. And so, yeah, it was really awkward. And then someone told me after that that there there's, like, an app that lets you track how many, like, followers and average likes you get daily and weekly and how many ghost followers you have. And I was like, what? Why? Why do you – why is this important to you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's – I mean, that's the thing with the guys, too, nowadays is um, people go crazy about, you know, the likes that they get. Facebook, on Instagram, or like the retweets and follows, and they, you know, that gives them sort of um, an accomplishment and self-worth that they otherwise, you know, they kind of need, that they feel like they need, and without it, they get depressed, and I mean, my advice to those people would be, dude, you don't, you don't really need that. First of all, those people that are liking your stuff, 90% of them really don't care. They're probably just going to scroll down their newsfeed and like find something, like, you know, just liking things. Like if that that sort of feeling should come from your real friends, and if you're not getting that from your real friends, you first first and foremost you need to pick better friends. Um, if you don't have any friends, uh, you should fix that somehow. You should join YM. Hey, <laughs> we'll get you friends. <laughs> it's kind of a tangent, but that is like one of the fundamental reasons why you know young Muslims exist is to give. Um, you know, Muslims that are growing up a safe space where they can express themselves and they can have friends that, you know, are good and are doing something, are doing, are, you know, living for the sake of Allah uh, the same way you are and they're struggling the same way you are and are able to help each other, uh, you know, through this life. And that's one of, like, the main fundamental goals of young Muslims, of YM. So if you're one of those people that, you know, you're, you're really struggling 
and you're, you're really crying for those likes and you don't really have anyone outside, uh, you should hit up your local neighbor net. I guarantee you they'll, yeah. they'll change your life in a good or bad way. I'm not going to say any, <laughs> you know, dep- depends on where you are. Chicago is a little weird, but California is pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what's also scary is the fact that, like, um, now, like, this, the younger generation, so let's say the teenagers now, they only know social media. It's like you talking to them, you're like, can you not form a real relationship with me? Like, you know what I mean? Is there, there's no depth to the relationships because they basically grew up and that was social media, MySpace, Instagram, the evolution of the things, you know? I remember I had to. I had emails from back in the day of going back into things, and nowadays it's like they don't even understand emailing each other. And and uh, the other day there was a girl; she was literally so upset. She lost two followers. She went from eighty eighty-five to eighty-three followers, and she was so upset. And her sister was like, "It's not even that big of a deal." She goes, "It is a huge deal to me." Like she was like, "Why were they unfollowing me?" Like, she's like, like, no, I'm trying to get no hundred followers. And I told her, I was like, that is not what's important in life, okay? Um, but she was like, no, I'm competing with my friends. You know, we're trying to get most likes. It's sad. Sad times. So, yeah, so that, I mean, that was a good point about you know, people just be really, like, really needy in terms of social media. Uh, and it's it's really sad. Because those people really, they don't really care about you at the end of the day. This kind of shows that we're slowly, as a society, losing that human element of interactions. It's very different when you, uh, and anyone that has ever held a meeting online versus a meeting in person knows this. Like, there's a huge difference. You know, meetings online are convenient, yes, but they're so inefficient. And half the time, uh, the people like if you're leading the meeting, everyone else is probably like all tabbed into like Facebook, like Reddit, Twitter. Like they're just they're just on other things. They're not literally listening to you. And if they are, it's just it's not. And but if you do it in person, though, you know there's nowhere that person can go. That person has to be in the room with you, and you, they'll know when you're on your phone. So you have to kind of quickly get the meeting over, and it makes it a lot more efficient. You know, a one meeting and a one hour meeting over uh over like Google Hangouts or Skype can take can be done in like fifteen, twenty minutes, you know, in person. But it's just we've become so lazy and it's just a lot more convenient to meet online. I remember I was talking to um the uh, like the neighbor net here in California, uh the limited neighbor net and I asked him, like, Hey, when do you guys do you guys meet up uh to, you know, plan out the plan out the neighbor net? They're like, oh yeah, we we'll meet online like every other week. I'm like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Like, you don't meet in person? <laughs> you guys don't live that far. <laughs> like, no, it's a lot more convenient to meet online. And I'm like, well, this is why your neighbor is failing. <laughs> One final thing: Does anyone have anything? Uh, another con about social media that they want to talk about? Unrelated to taking out the human element of interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another pet peeve of mine. When people use social media as an excuse for activism or as an excuse for being charitable, just because you shared an article and used a hashtag or something, that doesn't make you like super knowledgeable about that issue. 
And it, it just really bothers me when people think that, you know, they're so aware because, you know, they shared something, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, it, because they feel like just because they've shared something, you know, they've, you know, given 30 seconds of their day, like, you know, to that one cause, that's it. They don't have to do anything after that, which is really, really sad. Yeah, and like Facebook fatwas. Like, yeah. that's halal, that's haram. You can't do this, yeah, you, you can do know. this. Like, every argument like somebody might have on social media, mm-hmm. it never goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody, like, 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 ever gets their point through whenever there's, like, argument on social media. Like, yeah, nobody ever wins. Yeah, nobody ever wins. They just start bashing each other, they're swearing everything, they're going back and forth. But at the end of the day, like, nobody gets their point through. So nobody mm-hmm. understands. The comment section is the worst. <laughs> yeah, especially the YouTube comment section. Oh my god, I think it's like the thing is cancer. Yeah, and then we have the Haram police on social media. Mm. Of course. Yeah, um, But I mean, overall, I don't like social media. As bad as it is, or as good as it is, it is part of our life now. And there's not much that can be changed. It's only going to get worse. So we kind of have uh, to, hey, you never know. I mean, to be honest, like what, 10 years ago, if you told somebody that we'd be able to do this, they'd be like, what? This is crazy. I don't know. I've never thought of this, you know, but here we are uh, doing all these things with social media. So yeah, in 10 years, I it's going to increase. I don't think it might. I wouldn't say worse necessarily. I just say that our maybe dependence on it will increase. I don't know because uh, so I was having um, this is like kind of unrelated, but I was having a conversation with one of my professors, and we were talking about how how in the entertainment industry how that's like changed over time, uh, specifically our like our interaction with the entertainment industry. Uh, for example, growing up, uh, you know what we saw on TV. Like, that's it. You know, we didn't really have a choice or, like, a, a say in what we saw. You know, Saturday morning cartoons, like, whatever cartoons the network decided to air, like, that's what's going to show. You know, whatever channels there were, like, that's it. But now, you know, instead of having to go through the cable, you can just go on the internet, on YouTube, or whatever, like, Hulu, Netflix, and you can choose to watch whatever you want. You know, there's not really... You don't really have... You're not forced to watch through anything and because of that choice we've kind of created many many, like uh, networks of people that like the things that we like so instead of dealing with a lot of different things we just say no I don't want to watch that I'm just going to deal with uh, things that I like and then you you know you make friends with people things that you like and you just kind of create a bubble for yourself. And we've just become a society of micro bubbles. I mean, that, that was like a crazy conversation to have with a professor, but it's a uh, side tension. I know it might not get worse, but it is going definitely going to change, you know, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. And isn't it interesting how we're now we're having a movement to get people off of phones and tablets and, you know, now they're saying it's a rare thing to go into a, like a coffee shop and see someone actually just reading a book. Everyone's just so plugged in. Yeah, they have their laptops. So now people are having movements to, you know, there was actually a cafe, they did an experiment where they shut the Wi-Fi off for about an hour and a half, and they brought out games, and you were forced to 
talk to other people. And then at the end, it talks to everyone inside. And they were like, it's really refreshing. I haven't done this in so long. I was so, I didn't even know who I was sitting next to. And, you know, now, like, they've actually made friends and they played games. And, you know, it was just, it's so interesting that we've gotten to that point in time. Yeah, that's cool. I haven't heard of that. Like, I think, like, the one thing that's popping on, like, social media or Facebook and all is, like, the This Is thing. I don't know if you guys... The what thing? Saw it. Yeah. The This Is, like, uh, like This Is, like, This Is Abdur Rahman. Abdur Rahman, like... Oh, yeah. I saw that Rahman. last night. He's like, Abdur Rahman. I was like, I what know, is man. this? Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> I think it's true, too, man. I think, like, I think it's true that, like, they're, like, talking us or something, you know, man. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> uh, no, oh, yeah, data mining. Like, <laughs> no, data mining is like a huge thing now. You know, it's like big companies. They that's that's like all they do is you know data mining you, trying to figure out who you are so they can market you better. But that's a whole different discussion, and it's not a discussion yeah. for Maybe this like, podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I think um, we pretty much covered. Most of it. Yeah, go ahead, Absa. One thing is the, um, I don't know if we said this last podcast about doing haram things but think it's going to disappear and you're not going to be accountable for it. On social, social media? media? Like Snapchat. For Snapchat. Oh, okay. No, I mean, we did kind of discuss it, but go ahead. That's a huge thing. Um, using social media for the wrong things and engaging in haram activities and thinking, well, you know, it disappears and yeah, it's, it's only there for ten seconds. seconds. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, it doesn't disappear. I mean, it's on their server. You know that, right? You know, but it's just, it's so crazy. I don't know. No, I mean, the greatest it, thing it is my mind that people are okay with that, and I'm like, hello, like we are, we live in a world where nothing is private anymore. Yeah, nothing. definitely. I mean, it's like the greatest thing ever is uh, when Snapchat when like people forget. Like, so we forget that I'm on their Snapchat or something, and they'll Snapchat something that I'm like, hmm, I really should not have seen that about you. <laughs> like, and you just see, like, a completely different side of them. And on Snapchat, then rather, I mean, Snapchat is interesting where it's, it's not as fake as the other, um, as the other social networks. Because, you know, when you use Snapchat, you're kind of just, because of that element of, uh, yeah, you can't filter yourself as much. Because because of that element of, oh, it's only temporary, you kind of just go freely. Uh, and it's brought a different light to a lot of people that I know. And I'm like, oh, man, I really shouldn't have seen this. <laughs> it's true. Like, on like, social media, you can edit and delete whatever you say. And in real life, you can't really edit and delete whatever you do, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, people always forget, like, you know, like, so I think uh, I think we covered most of uh, what social media is and how it's affecting us. But I think uh, in conclusion, I would just say that you know we can use social media to our benefit. There's obviously a lot of pros that can be used for. Um, you know, we talked about all the great things that it is used for. Uh, so we just have to kind of remind ourselves that social media doesn't control us. You know, we, we don't have to live in that world where we're, we're itching for likes 
and retweets and follows and we're constantly checking every single hour like has anyone liked my facebook uh, comment or something you know just use it as a tool and don't let it consume you as a person you know just like remember to live your life because the real people will actually give you a lot more um a lot more completion and overall quality of yeah credit than somebody on social media uh, anyone have any anything else or we can conclude. Nope. That was a good ending for us, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just like everyone for coming. And we'll see you next time. So I want to come back to the live